Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to the world. And have I got some light for you today, folks. I've got two lovelies here on with me. I've got Sahana and Roshana Gupta on. Sisters. Yes. Hi, ladies. Hello, Hello. Heather. So nice to talk to you after so long. Absolutely. Nice to talk to you too. So um, yeah, I met these ladies. Gosh, it's now, it's a two, it's two years ago now. Yes. Yeah. Might even be three. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah. And uh, goodness. Yeah. I was on a trip with uh, uh, a friend, Troy Swanson, who works on the Alphabet Club charity and got to meet uh, your mom, Mina, who is amazing and in India and uh, got to meet these two as well. And so we just, I, they're amazing y'all. And I wanted to have you meet them and also hear about what they've been doing because they're both fabulous and doing very cool things in the world. So um, what did you, would you Sahana, you want to start and tell everybody kind of where, what you're doing right now? Sure. So I am studying in New York and I'm studying at the Fashion Institute of Technology. I, um, I'm doing my bachelor's right now. I did graduate from my associate's degree early. So I've like moved on onto my bachelor's and I'm doing fashion business management. Um, it's so fun. I think this year I'm gonna have to start specializing and I'm gonna go into product development. So I've been applying to so many internships and you know, things like that. It's always, it's always running, always rolling. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool, Roshana, how about you? Um, so I'm Rachna. I am a student at UT Dallas. I'm studying computer science, um, but I'm really interested in cybersecurity. So oh. it's a lot of like self-learning because they don't really teach that um, at school. So I've just been learning by myself, looking at different projects that I can work on. And um, I'm interning at a company and that's also giving me a lot of um, exposure to, you know, whether I really want to be in this field or, um, you know, if it's just a phase. So I'm starting to see if I like that. Um, and I, I'm just so excited to be here. Um, I remember that it was really memorable to have you in <laughs> India. It was so exciting just to give you guys the tour and, um, you know, we got henna done and then yep. the sari draping and yeah. the photo shoots and all of that. Yeah, oh I just goodness. remember we were crying that week because we had so much to do um, with school. And then you right. guys came in and it was so much fun and it was <laughs> a nice break. Really, yeah. Yeah. I know you were so both of you were so busy with school and so many things going on and dresses and events and and everything. It was like, yeah. And so we kind of like happened to happen to be in town and you your family really just so beautifully welcomed us into your home and took care of us. And yeah, and all of us ladies, uh, we went and got henna done on our hands and and you all draped us in saris and we took all these photos outside their house. So it was an amazing one of those life moments where you're like this is amazing so thank you again for that and thank your mama too because she's unbelievable so <laughs> it was super cool so you know since since then there's been a lot going on for you like school for both of you you know um students and, and college and then internships and and then you're also doing some other stuff i i don't know should we call that a, a side hustle if a you side will hustle, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, i think that's out 
Yeah, cool. Will you tell everybody about your side hustle? Sure. So um, being a fashion student, obviously, I knew that I wanted to do something either, Mm -hmm. you know, get started right now or eventually. But um, we decided to get into it immediately. It was, um, well, I guess it lined up perfectly. We had this little event here in Dallas where we had like an old sari drive. And from there, we started thinking, we were like, okay, we can do something else with the saris instead of just transferring it around. Maybe we could reuse them and make something else out of them. And so from there, we decided to keep like that sustainability item, like that theme in our minds and, you know, work from there. Um, And then it was a bit challenging, actually, because at this time I was in New York still. And then my mom and Rachna over here were trying to figure out the statistics and things. Um, It was like five calls a day, 15 calls a week. It was quite hectic, but we decided to come together and create Silk Sense, which, um, well, it's a menswear business. We decided to do menswear because representation of the menswear industry in fashion is so low. It's like you have 15 women's things and then you have one male like uh, centered like brand or anything like that so we decided to go with menswear mm-hmm. um yeah so silk obviously silk sense and that was our main theme sustainability and silk for men you want to cool. give anything else yeah so one of Asana, uh, I guess you touched on that. So, so looking at sustainability, we really wanted to, you know, dig deep into what that actually means. So looking at, um, you know, sustainable materials, uh, where to uh, source the silk from, where, and then we also have a couple of jute and um, cotton um, products as well. So looking at where to get that from in India and also how to really just build a sustainable supply chain as well. Um, so that included supporting local artisans who've been doing and working in this art for so long. Um, We really wanted to showcase that to the world uh, because that art is really dying out. The traditional um, hand-woven art of India, which has been there for centuries, is really quickly getting replaced by fast fashion trends and um, it's really sad to see how it's dying out. So we wanted to make sure, um, you know, we did our part in showcasing it um, and, you know, showing people that these art forms exist and they can be so pretty on silk. So we wanted to use that. And when we found that, um, we were so excited to work with the tailors and create these silk shirts and ties and all of those different products. Yeah, absolutely. I remember we talked early on when you just were starting out. Yeah. We did it, we did a session. And mm-hmm. I remember one of the things you said was uh that how many was it? Was it like 17 pieces, individual pieces in a men's shirt when you get it that's like it's and it's all wasteful. Do you remember this conversation? Um like like packaging regarding the fabric no 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 packaging like like men's shirts like 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 pins and like all the plastic stuff and all that stuff right and I think I can't remember exactly yeah Yeah. it was like 12 or 14 pieces or something like that yeah like five pieces to plastic pieces to hold the shirt together and to keep it looking neat and then there was a plastic ring along the collar to keep yes. the collar stiff and then right. plastic yes. inside, plastic outside, plastic everywhere. Yeah. And all those so pin- we decided pins. to go with, yeah, all the pins. 
Yeah, holding all the shirts together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We decided to go with fabric for most of those things, holding everything together, the packaging. So, you know, not just sustainability with making the shirt, but also with packaging and then sending it out to people. So, yeah. so now we have this beautiful cotton bag and we just put a, a shirt inside that. And it's just really simple, gets the job done and no plastic involved. <laughs> Yeah, and it's reusable. Usually, plastic the those tear by the time you're done taking the clothes out of the plastic. Right. So the um cotton is reusable. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, people told us they use it as laptop bags, and we thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a great. <laughs> that's super awesome. Yeah, I remember that definitely from when you were starting and and talking through. So and we talked a lot about you know just marketing and where to sell and and all of that and I know a little bit because you know we were before we got on everybody we were talking I was like we were talking about Instagram and you know marketing and and all of that and so right now tell everybody where this shop is like what you like you you were looking at like where should we put this shop should it be a website should it be this should we use Shopify should we blah blah, blah? so where did you tell everybody where you ended up Okay, so we ended up on Etsy, but yeah. then it was a whole process. We actually got like a website made and everything. And then in the end, we decided to go with Etsy instead of the website, just mm. because we were starting out and we thought Etsy would give us more traction as opposed yeah. to having our own website. Right. Yeah. And that was a huge learning process as well, because we thought we were going to be, you know, in, in, in a store. We thought our products were right. going to be in a store. And then the pandemic happened and everything just switched online. So it was a huge learning curve for us as well, just researching all of these different shops. And I think the good thing about Etsy is it has a lot of, you know, handcrafted, handmade, personalized gifts right. that people look for. So we thought it was just a perfect fit for us. Yeah. Because when did you launch for reals? What day or what month? I think December 2019, right? Uh, well, we no, we didn't launch. We started with our idea and like a little nugget. But yeah. then I think we launched on Etsy like May. Yeah. Okay. May, May of, of 2020. 2020. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah I remember because when we first started, we talked a lot about, you know, you were going to go look and see if you could get placement in stores and the website and everything else. But yeah, you know, I mean, all of a sudden pandemic happens and everything yeah. changes right and did it did it did the pen has the pandemics changed you know I know you had your ideas and then you went to Etsy um how has it changed sort of the back end like sourcing things and make you know getting stuff from people and, and so much of it you're doing um to support uh, you know folks in India how did how did that affect everything that's going on yeah, it's been actually hard. This time when um, I got to go and meet the tailors and the artisans um, uh, this last December, right. and it was um, actually quite eye-opening because from a factory or like this little, um, well, not a factory, like a room of 20 people, like mm -hmm. tailors sitting using their manual machines, right. it got cut down to one person. And that one person is dealing with it from Bangalore, where we usually source it. And the rest mm -hmm. of them are trying to put in their work from wherever they're staying, like their local cities and villages. Right. But yeah, like from 20 people just down to one person doing it. Wow. Yeah, that's a big change. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what are you finding are your best sort of marketing vehicles right now? Is it Instagram? Or are you making TikToks? I don't know. Like, what's your... <laughs> I think for SilkSense, our audience is a bit older than the TikTok generation. I would yeah, say. So we're sure. not on TikTok yet. Maybe yeah. if we make a little bit more youthful products on SilkSense, right. we could go on there. 
but yeah we're doing lots of facebook and um instagram i think on facebook we're a lot more interactive like we go into groups and pages and things like that mm, and then you right. know where people promote their own products something like that where we also can go and promote our products right. so facebook is a lot more interactive than instagram is that i think that's what i feel about it yeah, yeah. we invested in a little uh, amount of facebook ads and instagram ads as well and just constant engagement on our pages as well posting on our stories and we noticed that it doesn't always have to be related to our brand so mm -hmm. um on on our stories we've been posting things like um sustainable tips in general or right. um some other brands that represent the same ideals and um movies to watch that are related um to you know getting people aware about this process so it's sure. been you know a lot more than just silk sense yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i mean i think it's like thought leadership, right? It's, you know, that you have, you have something, you made choices about your business that were about it being sustainable and also supporting, you know, uh, artisans and all of that stuff. So like, yeah, so you have lots of things and, and I know you both have a lot to say, right? Yeah. So, yeah. right. So why yeah. not? So, but that's a great thing, right? I think like, I think at the end of the day, marketing is about storytelling, right? And, you know, Silk Sense is you and you two have a great story, you know, of wanting to do something together. Like how cool to like win a business with the, with your sister, right? <laughs> yeah, she brings all of the art side, the fashion design side, and yeah. I bring in all of the tech side. Okay, how can we work on the SEO side of things to optimize things? So right. I feel it's been a good confluence of our skills. Yeah, that's super cool. And cybersecurity, huh? Yeah, that's been interesting. And uh, there's, you know, such a big need for that. It's just growing. There's oh, yeah. so much demand for it. And not a lot of people are getting, I mean, now it's starting to grow, but there's a huge demand and so many areas in it as well. I've just touched the surface of what's there. Um, I'm just, you know, working on projects, certifications, trying to get hands on with it as much as I can. Yeah, that's super cool. I worked for a cybersecurity company for a little while and did mostly on the marketing side, but I found it, I found it fascinating though. You know, it's such an interesting, and, and it is true. I think when I was doing it, this is like maybe three or four years ago now, the numbers were staggering of the lack of people who were trained in cybersecurity. It was like 250,000 people, like that was like down that are needed in the business. So it's a good field to get into, I think, you know, <laughs> because it is. Yes. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the software um, engineering side of things is now really saturated, really competitive. Mm. And yeah, security is a good option if you're interested in technology. Yeah. I saw this woman speak. Uh, her, she, I think her handle on Twitter is Tara, T-A-R-A-H. And she spoke at a conference and she's a really interesting cybersecurity gal that you should follow if you don't already. But she like put up her wrists and she had like gotten herself where uh, Im implants so like she would like you know scan different things like she was like super interesting and she loved playing poker. She loves playing poker and stuff. So interesting gal I'll have to connect to. Um, up with her because uh, I like the things that she posts and she's part of that there's a there's a bunch of gals on Twitter with cybersecurity that you know one of them like is like she's an ethical hacker and goes in and she like takes things down you know but she does it for good right so yeah it's kind of interesting so that's an interesting kind of job for sure yeah that's what I'm most interested in yeah okay like, yeah hacking 
into you know the company that i work for just yeah. to make sure that they're not yeah. vulnerable to bad yeah. guys <laughs> yeah no kidding they're safe yeah well and 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 then getting getting into your degree in fashion like what do you think like so you're looking for internships like are you are you like uh are you designing online are you a drawer still or are you both i don't know as far as that goes you do both yeah so my degree is more business side so merchandising okay. marketing but i do um i do enjoy drawing the drawing aspect of things mm -hmm. so i did take a few product development classes so mm -hmm. that uses a lot of photoshop illustrator and cad and things like that so yeah i do enjoy i've been enjoying playing with photoshop not so much hand drawing but yeah. photoshop has been fun yeah, yeah. That's super cool. I have a, a friend that's in the fashion business who is also in technology with me. So she's an interesting hybrid kind of of you both. Her name is Donna Sakar. I'm about to introduce you to her. She's really, um, she she helped me get my new job at Microsoft, actually. She oh, was okay. the one that she was like, you need to come back here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she has a fashion company called Prima Donna and they do all the, their sourcing of their fabrics, sustainable fabrics and stuff from, I believe from Africa. So, and she's okay. been doing that for a few years now. So I'll have to turn you on to her stuff too. Super interesting. And she's also a coder. So oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. So she's a, she's a Michigan gal like me. So kind of fun. But yeah. Um, so for you two, so being in college, I, I'm trying to think of like, I've talked to a few people, but being in college through the pandemic, how has that been? Um, well, I think we've just decided to push through it. We yeah. both did summer classes. Usually during the summer, we'd be like running around outside and going to different places, hanging out with people. Sure. But I think we just decided to push through with it in the summer. So, well, I'm graduating a whole year early now. Oh, but wow. yeah, I think she has a lot more intense courses, intensive courses. So right. she's taking her time with that, yeah. 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 I, I didn't like it that much. I felt I kind of got uh, demotivated um, in mm -hmm. the middle, just yeah. watching videos. And it, it was a lot of self-studying and I felt like I was disconnected completely. And um, there was, you know, tutoring that they have online, but I felt like I didn't really benefit as much as I could have if it, you know, since it wasn't in person. But yeah, it's been a learning process, I guess, for all of us with everything just shifting online. And yeah, it yeah. kind of got annoying staring at a laptop like <laughs> 10 hours a day. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, it's it's been, yeah, it's it's hard. I, I feel like people are very, you know, we're all the working from home or school from home, you know, all of it that, you know, it is, it's hard to have that, you know, connection to people. Connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, any other, I guess, through what you what you both have been doing, I know what are what are sort of the you said there was learning curves. Like, what have been some big lessons for you? So, if you were saying if you if you saw another pair of sisters who were going to create a side hustle business while they were in college, what would be what would each of you say is your number one thing to like? Oh my goodness, make sure you do this. <laughs> I would say um, when you're learning, just don't stick to just learning. You eventually have to act on that as well. Mm -hmm. And I do find that sometimes I'm just learning and I think, okay, that's a good tip. Um, I'm going to work on it later. And then I never work on it later. Uh. So one <laughs> tip I would suggest is either if you have time, then just do it, then finish it off. Um, don't think about it again. Um, and if you don't have time then, or you're doing something else, write it down. So that way, 
you know, you have that um, list and that list will hold you accountable and you make sure that you do it and complete it. I like that one. That's good. Yeah. Don't let things go. How about you, Sana? Um, Well, I think I used to be a really like, um, how do you say like one way person, I would just stick to something that I'm good at and go with it. But mm -hmm. then I realized with this business, like, um, like before the business, I was not computer tech savvy whatsoever. And like, I didn't know how to go about using Photoshop or Illustrator. I didn't know any of that. And I like decided to expand on my skill set, I would say. So trying to like do blog writing to get things going yeah. for silk sense and then trying to like even with my school stuff like i had to use so much photoshop and you know i just think it helped me be better at doing what i was doing instead of you know just okay i'm in fashion i'm gonna just draw like on, on a piece of paper you know right. the shit that i want to make but mm -hmm. then it was more like going online and then yeah i like i even sat down with her to do the seo stuff so you know i have yeah. like I've expanded my skill set so much from before. So that's I think awesome. that's what's important to like know and practice lots of things and not just stick to one thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I yeah, yeah, I agree. Be a learn it all. Right. Yeah. But also put it yeah. into practice. Right. For sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I feel like with the, with anything and especially right now, it's like, uh, computer skills are so big, you know, and they're going to continue to be big. You know, they've always been big, but I think now when we're especially, you know, away, and if that's what you were going to do, you know, running a business, you know, it's kind of like, all right, do you want to pay somebody else to do it? Or do you want to learn how to do it yourself? Right. And what are the things that you don't like doing and that you could pay somebody for, and you should pay somebody to do, you know, like bookkeeping. Yeah. I, there are great people who do great bookkeeping. They should be doing bookkeeping. I shouldn't be doing bookkeeping or whatever, you know. I love bookkeeping. Yeah, well, and, well, great. You know what I mean? And the, and right now in, in where you are with the business, that makes sense, right? But, you know, business keeps growing. You're doing other things. You graduate, you know, something else, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe there's a time for a bookkeeper, right? I don't know, you know. Yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Well, let's talk about, will you um, wind back for everybody? So tell everybody where are you from and where you grew up and all of that too? Origin story, if you will. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I think we've had a really interesting upbringing. Um, we were born here. And uh, I think three years after living here, we moved back to India. Uh, with, you know, our parents took us back and we um, they wanted to make sure that, you know, we were surrounded by family, um, cousins, grandma, uh, everyone over there, so, our culture, yeah. So we they wanted us to grow up with the Indian culture, and it was it was a lot of um, fun because you know every summer we would just go to our grandma's house and just hang out there with all of our cousins. Um, and in India, it's just such a diverse, beautiful country. And um, as we've grown up, we've seen both sides of you know just uh, you know the rich and the poor. This a lot of developing that's happening over there and um, there's still a lot of poverty over there. So we were um, exposed to that. We worked really closely with a lot of underprivileged children. Um, we're really passionate um, about you know, education with these underprivileged children. Our mom introduced us uh, to these amazing nonprofits um, yeah. who work with educating underprivileged children and just 
helping them out in any way possible. So just learning from that um, showed us how fortunate we were and also how we can give back to the um, needy. So having that upbringing, I felt like uh, there's so much we can do to help this world. And for a long time for me, I struggled with what I could offer to the world because I didn't yeah. really know what skills I had. So with all of this background that I had, it took me a while to just ponder and think about what I could offer. Um, and so far I've just been, you know, doing the little things I can to help around and do my part. Yeah. Awesome. So how about you? Yeah, I mean, to go off of what she has said, yeah. I think we've had a really lucky upbringing. We've had somewhat of an international upbringing as well. Yeah. You know, we've traveled and we used to go to an international school. So, you know, being in India with the Indian culture, but also being exposed to like the Western world, I feel like that has given us a much more like a whole holistic upbringing. Yeah. So, yeah, just going off of what she said, like giving back and teaching what we've learned yeah absolutely yeah. that's super cool yeah I mean I think we're I don't know I am like I'm super influenced by my family my parents you know and I got to you know mine wasn't quite as international as yours but you know like I definitely I moved like six times growing up as a kid so it definitely made me kind of an um, extrovert you know um, and liking all that sort of thing so yeah it's cool and I yeah the exposure to um all of those nonprofits and your mom and having her being such a force of nature around yeah. education. It doesn't surprise me that that's something that, you know, you two are both passionate about as well. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, if, um, as far as, so silk sense, everybody for our listeners, so it's menswear and you do shirts and you do bow ties. Um, yeah. Bow ties tell tell everybody ties. the, yeah. Yeah. Tell everybody what you do there. Yeah. Okay. So, so we, use mulberry silk and brocade. Those are our staple fabrics that we use in all of our products. Mm -hmm. So the shirts are made with 100% pure mulberry silk. And it's like, it's a beautiful fabric to have on your skin. It's soft to the it's soft to touch, um, hypoallergenic. So, you know, it's all good stuff. Yep. And we use the brocade, which obviously we wanted to bring in our Indian culture into it. So it's like beautiful gold embroidered threads that yeah. are going through the silk fabric. And for the shirts, we have them on the collar and on the cuffs just to add a little bit of a touch to them. Yep. Um, and also on the button packet. So it's like a subtle... You know, when the fabric shifts around, that's when you see it. So it's yep. like it gives it a little bit of a dynamic. And mm -hmm. I love that for it. Yeah. Um, and we also have the ties, which are fully brocade. So those are like fancy occasion ties. So we yeah. have the bow tie, we have a pocket square, and then we have the necktie. So that's all made with the brocade fabric. Some of them ha have silver threads and some of them have gold. So it's like really beautiful to have one. Yeah. I think we had a groom buy it and wear it for his wedding. It was so fun. Yeah. Yay, that's so cool. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I know that's another interesting thing about like connecting, like, I don't know Etsy well enough. Um, I mean, I buy stuff from Etsy, but I don't know, like, do you find that, that it has a, is it a community feel Etsy, like between designers and, and shops or is it really, you just put your stuff up there? Um, 
I don't think there's much of a communication between the shops, but there is definitely interaction with the customer. Like mm-hmm. you get, they'll mes- message you. They like Etsy has a messaging platform, uh, yeah, so yeah. they can message you about any questions that they have or any right. of the products that they want, like if it's in color or in stock. So um, we did have somewhat of a bond with one of our customers. She was interested in getting. Okay, so. So for our spring collection, we release it new this Feb and we have half sleeves. And it was mostly inspired by this one woman who desperately wanted half sleeve shirts. But then we had our fall collection, fall winter, which was full sleeves. And she was like, please let me know when you have the half sleeve collection going. So we had it in mind when we made the new spring summer collection. Okay, that's great. Well, customer feedback being put into the product. How awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. It was great. Oh my goodness. So spring collection just came out in February then, yeah? Yes. Okay. Spring Fabulous. Summer. Spring summer. And they're all such fun pastel light colors. And yeah, um, it's the colors of 2021. So it's pretty it was really fun designing it and yeah. getting it out there. And yeah. like this time for the last time, we didn't really um, both of us didn't have much interaction in the like uh, sourcing process because we mm. were over here and my mom was over there. But then this time we were um, we were both uh, there, so we had like we had our research stations on, and we were like, okay, Fashion Snoop says this, WGSN says this, and so we like got all of the information, and then we had like the whole fabric selection process. It was so fun. That sounds so cool. Wow. Yeah, and it's there's something to seeing where things are sourced, right? You know, and how important that is for sustainability and for pulling, pulling, helping with people, pulling people out of poverty too, right? It's like giving back to the community that you're a part of um, and then also bringing your culture to the world, right? So you too, so fun, (laughs) super good. I love it. And I loved your, uh, your, your guidance. Um, Is there anything that, that you would tell everybody just absolutely do not do? How about that one? Absolute, but okay. I think these, these days people get too focused on goals and they're like, okay, I have to achieve these goals. Yeah. Um, if I don't, then I'm just gonna give up or, you know, they have that mindset where goals just become everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found really helpful is instead of looking at goals, look at habits that you can build over time that that is, you know, a journey itself. And you you just build that sustainably over time and you and then if you do that then the goals just come naturally so yeah yeah, don't think goals are everything is what I would say all right Tahana how about you I would say don't say no because I know before if I if I was asked to do something that I wasn't sure I would be able to do it I knew I would just say no but this time like well I think I've grown a lot in that I try and learn new things. So, well, have you heard of Fiverr? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm on Fiverr as a seller and oh. I have like so many um, gigs that I've put on and one of them was logo design. And, you know, for SilkSense, at the time of creating the logo for SilkSense, I didn't know what to, the, what to do with logo design. So, you know, we all outsourced it. And oh. I really wish we hadn't done that because now I've made so many logos. I've gotten like about five to six gigs from oh. Fiverr and I've made them so many different logos. So, you know, I shouldn't have said no to making the Silk Sense logo because now I know how to make them and I right. probably would have, 
you know, given some more thought, some more feeling into making the Silk Sense logo than, you know, whoever made it for us did. Right. Well, you never know. You can always do an upgrade. <laughs> Time to rebrand. Yeah, yeah maybe. Rebrand. Maybe rebrand, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thank you both. Well, I think we're getting to the end of our time. You are both a delight, of course. And um, how about I ask you my last question? You both can answer that one. Yeah? Sure. Sounds good. Okay. So like we said before, so uh, if you wanted to share with our listeners uh, a spark uh, moment that really seats you and you who you are today, person, place, thing, book, you know, all that kind of stuff, what would you like to share? Either one I of think you we both unanimously yeah. agree that it's our mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've met her, you know yes. how she is. Um, you know, throughout our lives, she's just always made sure she pushed us in the right direction. Um, and more than just, you know, giving us guidance and always being there for us, I feel she made that atmosphere, that environment where we felt we were safe. We felt that we could grow and she, she's always full of these random crazy ideas that sometimes we're like, no, that's too crazy. But most of the times they work out and, you know, we don't believe in ourselves half the times, but she knows that we can do it. So, yeah, it's just her guiding us through life and making sure that we're doing what we can do and meeting our potential. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel the same way when I was like, as soon as I came back, back from New York, I grew so much just because I spent so much time with my mom and with the pandemic, we were all home. We didn't have anything to do. So she allowed us to like grow and expand on our skill sets. And, you know, we spent so much time looking up like Photoshop tutorials and things like that. And, you know, she, well, she forced us, but, you know, it was obviously for our <laughs> well-being and for our growth. And, you know, it was it was extremely fun and it was a huge learning process. So, yeah. 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 Shout out to your mom. She's awesome. So, Definitely. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's it's an interesting too, thing, too. It's like when we think about women and girls, you know, in our society and, and you know, you all are I'm like, I'm probably your mom's age, actually. So, like, you know, like, but thinking about how supported you felt and and that's that's amazing because not everybody gets that right you know and so what a gift and also it's being able to receive that and do something with it too right and I think you both are doing that for sure so it's super fun I know it's great and I'm just I could just look at you for days and just you know and talk to you forever and how about um what's what's next in fun and what are you excited about how about that um so for Silksense, we're just looking at, you know, we're constantly looking at how we can grow it. Yeah. Um, so now we expanded to the women's side as well. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Okay. We, have, we, yeah. we are planning like um, accessories for women. So we have purses and clutches and how we can make that sustainable as well. Um, and wow. also like... And also we're paying homage to the person who used their Silksense bag as a laptop case. And we are actually going into making laptop cases now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That, that's awesome. So cool. Look at that. I, again, bringing in the feedback, seeing opportunities. That's super cool, you two. I'm so excited for you. So everybody um, on the call, uh, uh, listening, we've got it's uh, at, on Instagram. It's Silksense Fashion. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. Same on Facebook, right? 
Yes. Yeah. And, and on Etsy as well. And on, oh, and on Etsy as well. Yeah. Where you can actually go buy. So yeah. So those <laughs> of you, you know, looking for a great gift for, uh, for the men in your life and maybe a wedding or a fancy thing that's coming up. And I know we're not doing tons of that right now because of the pandemic, but we will again. And also maybe you need to take a nice headshot with a new shirt. How about that? Right. So all kinds of things going on. Oh my gosh. I'm so, I'm going to say it. I'm so proud of you too. It's so exciting to like have been, you know, to like hear about this from when it was starting and now to see that it's, you're, you're going like, how cool is that? So congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It means yeah. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we'll have to check in again and see how we're doing. And then everybody, um, you have to go check out what they're doing on Etsy and Instagram and Facebook. And you two are a delight. So, and I love your mom. So what can I say? So you should come visit and everything's over. I used to live in Dallas, actually, a long time ago. Do you know the um, Starbucks at Knox Henderson? Mm, no. You know where Knox Henderson is right by SMU? Mm, no, you do. I, I know where SMU is, but I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I I, op- I opened that Starbucks store. Oh, okay, fun. Yeah, yeah. When it was, and it was like 1993, I think it was. And there wasn't, yeah, that Starbucks was the first one in Dallas, Texas. And I helped open that, so. Point of fact. There you go. That's fun. Uh, totally fun. Well, hey, much love and success to you both. It's so great to see you. And thanks for um, sharing your story with our listeners. Super inspiring. Hey, and we you might, we might, well, people probably get it. You're in college. So, you know, you're in your 20s, right? Doing all this good stuff. So y'all up and comers doing it. Very exciting. So awesome. Any uh, last words of inspiration for anyone else who's dreaming a dream out there? Just do it, as Nike says. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, cool. All right, well, thank you both so much. Appreciate you being on. Thank you so much, you both. So Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Okay, everybody, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.